Hands off, Cox. Hands on socks. It's footy season. It's coming up. Get them ready. We are back for 2022. Oh, you absolute flog. That and was good, though. You like that? Yeah. We have a big A episode, but B, big year lined up. We have, we have lots more guests. We have a few more segments. We're going to be recording a bit now. But more importantly, we're going to be talking like footy should be. With no fucking filter. How are you? My uh, co-host and uh, publican extraordinaire, Denial Hurley. How are you? I'm pretty well, Lukey. What's been going on in your neck of the woods? No, I'm all good, mate. I've, uh, I've seen you've been gallivanting around the state on your bike. Um, yeah. Taking photos. Done of a few Ks, mate. Every sunset that's... Even uh, went to Port Adelaide. Not like me. Ooh. Did, you, did your GPS fuck up or something? No, no that's, that was a destination. Or did someone steal your phone and you were chasing him on another app or something? No. Uh, I went to the Port Admiral for a vodka and soda oh. on a Tuesday night. Sounds very heterosexual. <laughs> um, there's uh, there's been a there's been a lot developing over the last couple of months leading to footy season, which we'll talk about. That'll uh, that'll lead us into uh, a segment that's got a bit of love, and that's the, the front bar five. Oh hey, shit! I haven't done my predictions. <laughs> well, you can do them on the spot, sure. Okay. With the front bar five, anyone that uh, is a first time listener that hasn't. Uh, listened to what we've been talking about and dribbling shit, but we're doing five subjects that you'd walk into a front bar and likely hear barflies talk about. So uh, we'll roll into that. But uh, first of all, there's a there's a little thing we've got to talk about before we get going. Oh, the end of this episode is going to be something of a memorable oh, experience, probably for me and for you, but for different reasons. Uh, but there was a bet taking place. So we had on my birthday the first annual. Caesar in the Publican Cup. Now, this is a cricket match that was in my backyard. Beautifully pitched, mowed and rolled by myself. There was doubt out there on how the day would go, but I think everyone had a, uh, a, great, a great time. Look, I'm not going to lie. It was a lot better than I expected. <laughs> but the best thing to come out of this was, obviously, if it was Caesar in the Publican Cup, we had two captains, one Caesar, one Publican. And uh, the Publican thought he'd run his mouth a bit and... He said, well, just quietly, the publican team, a uh, good team out of luck. Well, luck doesn't mean shit when you'd lost. <laughs> um, he, he, they decided to, well, Danny said, what are we playing for? Didn't you? Well, you got a bit, of, you got a bit, bit ah, up yourself, didn't you? Just quietly, fair question. Well, I thought pride was good enough, but you wanted more on the line. Pride. Pride so, bragging rights. Go and get stuffed. So when the publican scoffed at that, I said, all right, well, the first episode of the potty this year, the loser has to shot one of the hottest hot sauces we can find. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the publican didn't win. Not only did they didn't win, they choked like Port Adelaide on a prelim. And uh, Uncle Mungo's, uh, shout out to, um, I had their business card, but I've forgotten that some mob down at Marion uh, recommended Uncle Mungo's COVID-19. I'll read off the back. Combination of eight fruits and vegetables packed with vitamins and antioxidants. This hot sauce is to assist warding off even the most aggressive viruses. So, well, well I've done that off my own bat without uh, Uncle Mungo's hot sauce. Yeah, so, right. so, COVID king, you are, aren't you? Yeah, well. Anyway, the publican he's got a reputation of chili sauce not uh, not having an effect on him. But we do have another video we can share at another time of some, maybe a certain grand final where he uh, thought he'd take the challenge. And well, let's just say the it looked like there was a tsunami coming in over. Over Perth, but it was the sweat coming over his forehead. 
But that'll be behold. We will do that at the end of the anyway, show. Anyway, people don't want to no, no, know about my chilli sauce exploits. Well, they will after this. We'll, we'll, how we'll, about we just get on we'll get on with this? We will start that at the end of the show and the, the recording of it, the vision of it, you'll be able to see on our, uh, on our Facebook and our Instagram. But enough talking shit about your chilli episode and terrible cricket match. I think we get straight into what we've all been talking about the last couple of days, couple of weeks, Oops. and that is the front bar five. That's a great. Do you want some sort of sound effect there? Nah, probably? fuck that. That's amateur. <laughs> oh, mate. That's ah. Oh, stop playing. No. Okay. That now we just look like we're some sort of two idiots in a pub. Then the front bar five. Oh. So. Would you like to so kick, we look like we are? Would you like to kick us off, or should I get the ball rolling? No, you actually. Well, they're virtually your front bar five because I'm not allowed to have any input. So, so you start it, and I'll just make comment on. No, no input. Yeah. Oh, come on, just because you don't really bring anything to the table. But the front, the first one I want to talk about is something that uh, it's reared its head today because he's now the only player, not just. What the the most high profile, but the only player that is now not vaccinated in the AFL currently, because Jed Anderson must have got his jab because he's back at training at North Melbourne. It is the darling issue. So is uh, Cam Ellis Shelman been delisted? Uh, don't know. Because I think he's on the inactive list though. All oh, right, so he's inactive. Okay. Whether you can come back and go, oh, I've decided I'm going to have it. Yep. I don't know, but. And when Moderna came out, Liam Jones said, "Well, I'm happy." To, or Not actually, Moderna, Novak. No, Novak. Um, when it came out, he said he's willing to have it and come back if need be. Really? Hmm. But he's been he's retired and he's gone on to he has to be redrafted, doesn't he? Yeah, but if there's if there's an issue with. Um, with COVID protocols and, and the team not fielding a side. Come in. Yep. I reckon. Well, there's a... there's a, the Some say it's an $800,000 or $700,000 headache, but... As the... Uh, it's a big fucking headache the West Coast have got right now because mm. their forward line's shot to shit and their only healthy forward, who is their best forward, ain't playing. As of right now, he's done. And I can't believe... It. We talked about Liam Jones... Sorry, Liam Jones, but I can't believe someone in such a big career. Uh, At least big Liam, jo- Liam Jones. I respected his decision. I don't agree with it, but I respect the fact that he stuck by his guns and he's like, "No, I don't want it. I'm retiring." Mm. Good on you. Hats mm. off. I'm done. Not not wasting a list spot. And Darling, not a, Darling. Obviously knew what he was doing this whole time. He knew he wasn't going to get jabbed all that stuff, and he. Uh, <laughs> Icarumba. That was the sound of Danny's tummy hitting the floor when he saw the ingredients in that. I can't believe he's taken all this time to say, nah, nah, I'm not going to do it. Mm. So, And the West Coast board made an announcement today. There is board meeting tonight, I think. And they will not be making a decision. It's a football department decision that the board will ratify. As in, it's on Simo? Well, it's on the football department. On the football department, yeah. And, and then the board will ratify their decision. There was word in the... But it sounds like the three options are inactive list or sacked. 
just cut up the contract. That'd be two options, wouldn't it? <laughs> but that, does it, does a club have to pay him out then? No, no. So he's literally walking away from millions yep. of dollars because he's on a on five million dollar three. Uh, he's a, got three years left, doesn't he? Yeah, a no, I think four. Five for three million. Five years, three million. Allegedly. I, I hate to swear, but fuck, fuck me. me. Like, have you, he must have a heap good, of... Good luck making that bloody uh, landscaping or whatever you're <laughs> fucking going to do to replace it, <laughs> you dickhead. Enjoy pouring, pouring beers, champ. I don't, I look, everyone, uh, there's anti-vaxxers out there. There's people who aren't anti-vaxxers that just say they don't want to jab themselves or something. Look, you can, you can do what you want, but... I can't believe what people are giving up just because they won't get a jab. And then people say to me, oh, but what are you giving up by having the jab? Well, to be honest, fuck, fuck all, all your honour. They're nothing the last six months and um, I'll, I'll be right. Um, yeah, I, I'm flabbergasted by it. And the fact that it's on the eve of, uh, on the, eve of uh, the footy season, that, that, that's the biggest kick in the gut. So I, I, think that's, I think the club is pissed about it. Oh, filthy. Dom Shee didn't sound too pumped about it. He said, look, I respect his decision, but I'm not sitting here saying I'm I, happy I, about it. I do love the old I respect the decision comment. Like, like, I disagree with Liam Jones's decision, but I respect that he backed it up by retiring. That's what I respect. Yeah. Well, you can't really respect Darling's then, can you? No. No. Because he's wasted a list spot. Like, well, not, not only wasted a list spot, he's also... Uh, He's been. Pumped. Tell you what, check out the re- uh, checkbook recruitment time next year for the uh, Eagles. Oh yeah, there, there's a lot of people coming off that. And list. they're banking the money for this year, so they bank so it, so it's double the money next year. What he's on? Fuck. So this was a there was a back ended contract he's on. No 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 no, but but because you can uh, spend your salary cap over two seasons, mm. and you have to be. So whatever they don't spend on him now, they yeah, can so, double up next so that's, year. So what he's not spent this year, they can use next year. Wow, we. Oh my lord! So, Jed Anderson uh, must say he's the only player that we've heard of because everyone knew he was placed on the inactive list that has gone in, inactive and then had the jab and come back. Back at Arden Street today. We don't know of other players that waited right up to the deadline and went, "Oh shit, alright, I better get jab." But he apparently had an adverse reaction. Which scared him off having the second one. Yeah, so he'd had his first, yep. but but copped a... And then he went back to Darwin and goes, fuck that, I'm not having it again. But he's obviously done and the risk analysis and gone, well... And like anything, speak to your fucking doctor. Mm. Like, he knows he's a bit above my uh, pay grade. Well, the doctor is. Yeah. Oh, would have thought so. Probably, probably not. So, as it stands, Jack Darling, the... Uh, what, did he come second, third, fourth on Coleman last year? Might have come fourth. Um, well, their leading goal kicker. And... He was okay. He, in did, a, he made in a pretty Australian shit team. team, didn't he? I've got no idea. Who fucking cares? He's um, done. All over Red Rover. And, um, yeah, I'd, not, I'm not even going to say it's sad. I feel, it's, it's sad for the Eagles that they've put yeah. all this time into him. And he's, apparently they haven't been able to reach him for two weeks. They haven't even been able to reach him. Yeah. What does that tell you? That, that's the thing that they're filthy about. Yeah. They've made appointments. For, I reckon there's some negotiating about getting the jab because apparently they've made appointments for him to get the jab and he hasn't shown up. So there's some sort of middle ground here where 
he's wanting it but not wanting it or, or is he waiting for or, Novavax? Or he's or just telling them what they want to hear in negotiations and then... Getting his paycheck every week. Yeah. So. Wouldn't it... I mean, not getting your matches, but it's all right to be sitting on the pine for, for 15, 16 grand a month or something like that. But uh, I think we can put a line through Darling unless something miraculous happens. Put a fork in him. Put a fork in him, he's done. So uh, that is one of the discussions we've heard floating around the front bar. What's another one you want to talk about? The one good thing about the Jack Darling situation... Yes? It's taken a certain premiership coach off the front of the paper. Uh, what, Clarko? No, not Clarko. Yeah, no. What's what's going on in Demon Land? Yeah. Well, I can't say too much, but uh, there's obviously a. Oh, well, I've had a, a whisper from some other people. Maybe I'll just like open up. What? Uh. <laughs> Can you imagine you've you, you've been kicked in the guts for eighteen months? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. They've wanted your blood, all right? The supporters did, the media did. And they've turned around and won a flag. And everybody, everybody loves the smell of you all of a sudden. They all want to be around you. And then on the eve of uh, footy season, there's a nothing more than the most ridiculous non-story I've ever heard in history published and run with. With not one, two, but about five newspapers and media outlets. All because someone had had a punt and a beer with their players and told a doctor he was shit at his job. Whether it was shit or not, I don't know. But whether it was a... Uh, <laughs> what they've alleged is ridiculous. And uh, guess what? They won a fucking flag. So, really, doesn't hold much... Doesn't hold much uh, steam to it, does it? The a- allegation from Yasser Arafat or Yaz or, or whatever the bloody doctor's name is, um, the allegation's interesting. Like, <laughs> saying that you've been bullied at work by, interestingly enough, enough, one of your family members, during this podcast, I know exactly how that doctor felt. Why? Oh, over the last... Over the last couple of years, some of the crap that are from you that I've oh. put up with. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, I can't say too much, obviously. The no, young, you know, I know a bit more, but... Uh, it'll I find it interesting that... That actually something I found out, not from you, because you won't tell me anything, and I think that's fairly weak. But <laughs> oh, I have no idea what's going on, mate. It's... It's uh, it's probably going to be drawn out for a little bit, but um, yeah, let's just say that there, someone's trying to someone's trying to cause a bit of issues, so um, to make Simon look bad. But you can't uh, you can't make someone look bad when he's broken a fifty-seven year drought, can you? Well, it's pretty difficult. It's a bit difficult. Well, tell you what, I reckon there was some unfair criticism of the AFL CEO in the whole thing too when it came out that that uh, Gill had allegedly said what he said. When I read what Gill said, Gill's got one job at the end of the day Mm. to protect the AFL brand. All he is saying, if he's done the wrong thing and you have to sack him, sack him. And if Gary Pert, the CEO who's sacked the doctor, has to go as well, sack him. That, 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 That isn't getting 
or I think Mick Warner used the word encouraged. That's not encouraging Melbourne to sack the coach and the CEO. That's that's just the CEO of the AFL doing his job. Well, there's some wording in that article that uh, Mick, Mick Warner's use of encouragement. I don't think uh, Gil would have been too happy with a lot of that wording and the fact that it came out. And I'm still waiting to hear back from Gil, but he hasn't got back to me. So. <laughs> I think there was a few few people when that article dropped were on the on the, on the dog and bone going, ah, that's not true, buddy. That's not true. The um. Do you, know I, do you know what I loved about it? But we know journalists can use words to describe things and oh, yeah. and it might not be... Well, it's I don't know if people noticed, but there seemed to be a bit of a targeted hit on Simon because there was an article that dropped on the uh, Monday morning. When did the first article drop? Yeah, I reckon it was a Monday. Monday. Monday night there was another article dropped and then Tuesday morning another article. So three in the space of 24 hours, all by Mick Warner. Mm. So that's three articles, bang, bang, bang. In quick succession, like they were, they were planned. It was like a bloody strategic attack. I wonder. The problem is, I wonder if Mick Warner, before he before he dropped that article and mentioned the AFL CEO, I wonder if he actually gave Gill a ring and said, "Mate, uh, I've got this info and I'm running with it." I wouldn't have thought so. Well, because well, Gill would have gone, you know, that little AFL accreditation you got, champ. I'd maybe consider burning that if you're going to drop that. Uh, he, he's he's burnt a lot of bridges, I think. But um, if I was Simon or Melbourne, the Herald Sun wouldn't be getting too many uh, exclusives. But lo and behold, guess who wrote an article only a few days later from the Herald Sun saying this is a bit of a shit show? Um, Robbo, who's another Herald Sun reporter, so chief football writer. Chief football writer. Uh, he also had the Age that had a bit of a come on non-event type thing. Um, best thing I loved about it was no players have come out and said much. I gather there. They I can't. saw one Instagram so post. For one, one player, and it's the most important one. He's a pretty tall bloke. And With a beard. One of Simon's probably best mates. Uh, and Courtney and Simon are extremely tight, but he's come out and definitively said, I will continue having beers with my coach because that's probably what the premiership was uh, The thing I loved on. the most about that Instagram post of Max Gorns was the fact that they were sitting behind the bar at the Sorrento Hotel. <laughs> they weren't, weren't drinking a beer, though. If you look, there's no beer in hand. Oh, there was a beer next to one of them. Yeah, that would have been probably the, uh, the, the groom, groom. The groom. The proprietor so, of the Sorrento. So what, what people would probably like to know is Simon has his... Uh, have their holiday, Simon and the kids and have the holiday house down, at, uh, down in that area. Um, and the Sorrento's there. That's one of their, their go-tos. It's their local there and it's where they like to go. And so they Pretty good golf around Sorrento, right? Yeah, Mornington and everything. But they're very close with owners, everyone there. So it's like his place away from footy. And you're going to bump into people there because it's a huge, popular place. Mike Sheehan's there every friggin' weekend. So... Um, to say I, that, uh, I wonder what Mike's views are on his uh, former protege. Oh, 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 I, I would say that's uh, that's, that's very good journalism uh, by by, by Mick Warner. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, you didn't like my impression. The impression wasn't bad, but I don't reckon it's what Mike would say. Oh, I think Mike would say good journalism. I, I think a lot of journalists. That's what all of them. Oh, you can't have a go, at Mick Warner. It's good journalism. That's what they've all said. 
Mm. When you're being fed information that's not quite correct, um, is it good journalism or is it? Uh, I wonder is, where is it's it like come. our other fella in the top five of the, of the uh, top five talking points. Oh, the apology, the old Clayton's apology. When is a, an apology not an apology, Luke? When is an when is an apology not an apology? Well, get a bit of background to that. Um, Sam Manua, uh, uh, what do you? That's your nickname for McClure. Sam McClure, the biggest. Um, rat, snake, dirt digging, snarly, know-it-all, arrogant, greasy cockhead, um, was forced to give an apology with Caro on the reporting. Is report he worse know-it-all than Tommy Brown? I uh, yeah, Tom Brown. Tom Brown's journalism, but when hold on, just listen. He's your know-it-all journo, but Manua. Have you seen him on Footy Classified talk to people who are? Premiership players and coaches, like he knows more about him. He's a fuckwit. I hope you're hearing this. You're probably a, a probably a great bloke. Could be a great bloke. He thought he was the shit at the uh, the grand final after party. Remember when he snuck in there, sitting with his arm leaning, thinking that he was a celebrity? Nah, mate, you weren't. Anyway, back to the story at hand. The apology that wasn't an apology. So he's obviously been told you've got to apologise for your articles and how you reported on uh, the Crows' mind conf. I mean, collective minds. Collective minds. Did I say mind conf? Yeah, that's Hitler's book. The um, um, and the apology was to collective minds, not not to the Crows. Yeah, but an apology that wasn't an apology. When you say at the end, I apologise. But what did he say? Denial. But I stand by my story. Not, not really. Talk about eating your cake and having it too. Not really an apology then. That's like saying, I'm sorry for calling you a fuckhead, but I stand by but, my but statement. You're a fuckhead. You're a fuckhead. The, um, it's a bit like Jesse James. <laughs> Jesse James's apology for cheating on Sandra Bullock. What was it? He apologised for getting caught. <laughs> Isn't that what all cheaters do? <laughs> they're not sorry until they're found out. It's like in, uh, it's like in uh, Last Boy Scout where he's like, John, I'm sorry. It was an accident. Why'd you trip yeah, over? You accidentally fell over and your dick fell in my wife. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what it is. So an apology that wasn't an apology, but he, he sat there and he spilled his guts and had a big sob story about how he's been abandoned by his fellow journos. Oh, when he lost his award. Lost his award. That, that, was, like the, was, that was the bit that hurt. That was the bit that hurt the most. Yeah, well, so, of so course that was the bit that hurt. Sorry. Because, because his first uh, first bit that should have hurt, his apology, didn't have an he effect. He backed away from the apology when he said, I stand by my story. So, so It doesn't hurt when you apologise and you don't really mean it. So uh, they went, well, we're going to strip your award. Anyway, enough this bloke. I'm over him. Well, Caro hasn't really done her apology. Is she waiting for footy classified? Oh, guys, I just want to sit here and apologise to the way I reported everything. It's silly. If if that's if that's if that's where she made the comments, that's where the apology needs to be. So she made them for a whole year. So who knows? Or did or did uh, actually she's uh, making a statement about the worst preseason, the w- team that's had the worst preseason out of everyone on her podcast or not? She's for once. She's probably not far off. Good West Coast have had her worst lead into a footy. They've had Jack Darling essentially disappear. They've had injuries left, right, and centre. They're going to roll into round one with 
19 players to pick from? Uh, and so 19 players, and and are their players allowed out of the state to play? March 3, remember? Oh, that's right. He's changed it. But, well, hey, Jack Darling, even if he gets uh, his double backs, <laughs> he's got to get his triple backs. Because the rules are you've got to be triple backs to get into WA. Oh, that's right. Not double backed. A lot of, have a lot of AFL players been triple backed yet? Who knows? It's not mandatory. The AFL hasn't made it mandatory, so you don't have to be triple vaxxed to get into Australia. But you do to get in WA. But it is another country in the to, country. To get to get into WA, you need to be triple vaxxed, and then quarantine. So they're still making you quarantine. Seven days. <sighs> Jim McGowan on in Parliament yesterday. No. Claiming how he's handled it perfectly, unlike other states which have blatantly just let people die. You talked about us and Tassie. Your floodgates are opening. Chair. Us and Tassie. Yeah, he didn't didn't mention anything about his uh, his labour his labour uh, fella in in who's had the most deaths in the country. Had the most deaths, yeah. So uh, McGowan, he, he's I think the pressure's mounting and, and the, the floodgates will open soon. Tassie's um, <laughs> Tassie's got. As he's got, they're a Labor government. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it's just his boy in, du- in Victoria he doesn't want to have a snipe out. So, yeah. Well, election is coming up here soon, and you're gonna. So that's three of our four, three of our five. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's one there that I think uh, we've skirted around, but we'll get to that after probably the last footy one, I reckon. Okay. One of the uh, front bar five, which I've heard a bit of the last few days. Eddie Maguire's pushed to make uh, all Victorian teams not have to play in wet weather footy ever again. Apart from Geelong. Yep. So he wants a roof on the MCG. Yep. What's your, what's your thoughts straight off the bat? I think if you do a roof there, you gotta, everyone should be doing a roof then. That's fine? Yeah. It's a... Oh, uh, look at this. Oh, we've got... Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, uh, Deregulator. We've just been brought some drinks by uh, one of our number one fans, Deregulator. <laughs> Another Melbourne bitter. Um, my thoughts. Oh, well, forget my thoughts. What are your thoughts? Because I've... A lot. I'm, I'm for it. You're for it? Yep. Yeah. S- extend the ground. Put some more seats in. Put a roof on it. Get a TV hanging off the roof like was at uh, the LA Rams Stadium the other day. So you're going to have to knock the whole MCG down to maybe do that? Um, I, I, believe, have th- I, have so. I believe the structure was actually built around the TV. <laughs> That's how big it is. Yeah, right. I had to structurally engineer it. That also is a $6 billion stadium, that LA Rams Stadium. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see the Victorian government, the AFL, are on shelling out $6 billion. Mm. But... In saying that, it's a uh, my old man used to bang on about clear perspects at Telstra Dome to help the grass grow. You know, just, you know, yeah, yeah. But LA, LA Rams the same as so um, is it grass? Raiders. It's not uh, astroturf. I don't know, but I can't answer. But it does that. have a perspex roof. But they have got perspex roof and so of uh, perspex roof and so does um, uh, the Raiders one, the new one in Vegas. Yep. That one's got a clear roof, so obviously to let in the lights and Have they got the Super Bowl next game. year? Don't know. You know why LA got it again this year? Because of the stadium. 
Yeah, but they had it last year too. No, um, Tampa Bay had the final last year. Are you sure? Absolutely. Okay, oh, I'm not going to continue with what I was saying because it's incorrect then. Because the the last two years, for the f- last year for the first time in Super Bowl history and this year for the second time in Super Bowl history, the stadium's home side won the Super Bowl. Hmm. Well... In saying that, you watched that and how amazing it was with their live entertainment. I hope that's correct now that I've said that. Yeah, because, yeah, it was LA Rams, they won it. Yep. Uh, but can you imagine the MCG um, with a roof over it at 120,000 people there? It'd be pretty insane. Mm. But my point is you are now giving a whole state, which already has an advantage of travelling five times a year compared to the interstate teams. All of a sudden, they don't have to play in the weather. They can play in drier conditions every fucking week. And, uh... <laughs> but, but, oh, reunion. Um, but there's... Because of different conditions in different cities, there's, like... Well, it's... You, you go to Adelaide would you, Oval. Would you say in June before uh, before Eddie had was built, or Colonial or Docklands, we'll call it, um, was built, did, did Victorian teams have a disadvantage because the likelihood of rain was so high? No. Okay. No, what do you mean? They didn't have a disadvantage. Everyone played in the same weather. Winter is winter. The chance of you raining is not any more in Victoria than it is here in Adelaide. Uh, uh, I doubt that that's... Actual. You doubt or no? Oh, doubt. Did I say I doubt? No. I'm pretty sure I said I doubt. Well, oh, you, oh, you give me... Oh, 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 fuck off. You give me data that shows oh, you that give it rains me, more. No, you, know? you give me data that shows that it doesn't. I'm not running this rat race. But okay. Well, what I'm saying you reckon is... You no, what I'm saying is you got, you got a pro-Victorian bloated head hullabalula Eddie Maguire... Knowing full well that if there's a if there is a roof on the MCG, mm-hmm. who stands to benefit the most out of that? Not just Victorian sides, but maybe a club of that he used to be a president of that plays. I don't know, seventy percent of their matches there. Just because, yeah, I don't think that's an argument why it's a bad thing. No, I'm just saying why he's pushing it and why he'd be keen as mustard for it because it's going to help his side yeah. and he's got a lot of influence and he knows if he gets it done, Collingwood stand to benefit from it. Yeah. As every other Victorian club. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I'm all for it. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Yeah. Just saying. You just don't like Eddie. Just saying, get every other state. It'd be sick if there was indoor stadiums everywhere. Yeah, but we would never have to worry about the rain again. But Eddie's not saying that MCG's going to be that and no one else is allowed to do but it. But is the AFL going to be putting money towards it? Of course they are. Did the AFL put money towards the Adelaide Oval upgrade? Don't know. Yes, they did. Have they already pumped so much money into the MCG from all the other upgrades they've had? They have, want to pump more into it? Have they put money into any other stadium in the league? Wouldn't this think as much as the MCG? Um, Eddie Ed? How, ma- how many games they get... actually own Eddie Hay. Hang on. How many games get played at the MCG a year? A couple. A couple. <laughs> right. Well, there's one 
that on the last day of September that hasn't happened the last two years. I was going to say, well, it's not actually happening of late, but anyway, yeah. yeah. But um, when when most of the games in the league are played at that one ground, wouldn't most of the money invested be at that ground? I don't know. It's AFL, isn't it? Not not MCGFL. <laughs> Great argument. That's so good. <laughs> oh, it's at least we don't agree on everything. So if we agreed on everything, then we'd just be, I don't know, Channel 7, Channel 9. Channel 7? Yeah. Give the duck the flick. Ah. No, they didn't give him the flick. It was a joint decision, Wayne said. Joint decision for them to bump him. Mate, Saturday night, I'd be spewing. I've gone from work Friday night, go out on the beers after, recover. Oh, so they wanted him to do Saturday? He's been pushed to Saturday night. Oh. So he's on the Saturday night team with Richo, Das. I could care. He's got, I, do you know who he got bumped for, though? To be filthy with it. He got bumped for Daisy. He got superstar... Well, she's not going to be the worst one on Friday, not? No, get rid of BT. That's a horrific. Any BT fans out there? Kidding yourself? You idiots. He uh, he does my head in. Brayshaw staying on. Friday he's night, he's so. horrible. He's horrible. He's could be the worst commentator in Australia. How do we get Hutto back on Friday night? Oh, Hutto. Thirteen. Thirteen. Well, we've uh, we've done our front by five. Actually, we've only done four of the five. Oh shit. We've dragged this on a bit. Mm. It, it's the main one. I said we'd get footy out of the way, but yep. uh, in, a, in recent weeks, uh, Australia have retained the Ashes, and by saying that we won four 0 I'm going to say we were a couple over, couple of overs away from a five 0 clean sweep. Whitewash, whitewash, scrubbing. Call it, and uh, and uh, they've won the World Cup in the T20, which. We haven't even gotten to a semi-final or even a quarter-final in the T20 World Cup. And you'd think your job was safe. This is what, what might make Goody shake a little bit. You'd think your job's safe. No. Sayonara. No, no, no. No, that's not entirely true. They did, they did offer him a contract. Oh, yeah. One of the old Six months. <laughs> we'll just let you go to Pakistan and get belted in the bloody sand there. Like, Never been there for 20 years. <laughs> Go there and try and win. Like, and if you don't, you're gone. Uh, Astounding. I just... I, and I love it how they reported, oh, look, we offered him a contract. No, you didn't. No, you offered him a six-month extension. You said you could keep your job for another, for another 25, another 20-odd another weeks. When we're going back to Pakistan for the first time in 20 years. Like, <sighs> cheers for that. Thanks, champs. Uh, uh, I vote no, and I'm out of here because I know the England job's available and uh, I might skedaddle. But the England players are as soft as the Australian players, so it'll be worse. Langer will be at Sri Lanka. How can you... Um, what I, I can't imagine what was going on in the dressing rooms that it's that bad that the players rule the roost and say, we've got to get rid of this guy. He wants us to win too much. He wants us out of here. And I'm not... But then Cummings came out and said, Cummings, Cummins, came out and said, we loved his intensity. We loved all this. Well, but yeah, after, after he'd been given But given uh, we needed a change. Yeah. The fuck does that work? Yeah. 
he contradicted himself in that interview a few times, and I'm a bit perplexed at how a guy who was um, that, that was so almost as bad that um, presser was almost as bad as Stephen Marshall's presser on Boxing Day, or no, the third of January, absolute car crash. Car crash. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I don't want to mention that prick either. <laughs> well, we we now have a interim coach in McDonald taking him over to Pakistan for the first time since. Uh, the first time since the bombing. Wasn't there a bombing that happened in yeah. Pakistan last time? That's what yeah. killed off. Is it 16 years or is it more? Oh, I'm not really sure. In saying that, though, deviating from the actual Langer story, but Pakistan, we've whinged, everyone's whinged about COVID and they've had to play away from home. They've played away from home for 16 years. Some of the guys... Started and then retired and never played in their never own played at fucking home. country. Their family never got to watch them. Their home games were played in Abu Dhabi and Dubai and oh. Arab Emirates. Talking about grounds. Pakistan. Mm. What about the Pakistan Super League? I've got no idea what you're talking about. A certain Australian player that was in Pakistan that threw a wobbly in the... Allegedly threw a wobbly in the hotel reception. You're going to have to film me. And his, and his helmet ended up in a chandelier. <laughs> what happened? Who are you talking about? Oh, we'll get on with things and, oh. and I'll, I'll come back to it. Talk about giving a man blue balls. Cause you, give me a, you get me going and then you don't finish it off. You don't know who it is, do you? Yes, I know exactly <laughs> who it is. You dickhead. You just try to confirm it or? No, I was... I was choosing my words because, because maybe if you want to be a guest one day, I don't want to, don't want to shit can him. <laughs> Not that I was a oh, sh- going to shit can him. I think I know now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's, he, he, he needed to do it. It 100% needed to happen, and I back him all the way well, with what he did. Well, I'm, I can't confirm that it actually happened. <laughs> I think he's been framed. Who told you? Hey. Who told you? It's been in the news. Oh, has it? Yeah. I'll have to Google when I know. And and every uh, every Pakistani cricket fan on Twitter has made comment on it. Let me tell you. I must be. I'm getting a bit hot here. I must be looking at that hot sauce and getting me going. But I thought you put the aircon on. I'm ready on for Blizzard. it. I'm ready for it. No, no, no it's not coming yet because we've got a bit more to talk about. Okay. One of the things that is uh, that's been in the news today, oh, which I think is just a good. Put that on my nose. Yeah, she's not. She's not. It's not a sweet sauce. Can I lick that off? Or no. Not? I'm not allowed to. Um, there's a couple of signing. Well, there was one important signing down here in uh, in West Lakes today. It's a, a hard luck story, and everyone's favourite dream team bencher that never got a game. And an SNFL signing at that. Exactly. Not even an AFL signing. But you could only assume that there's a strategic play here. But Nathan Freeman. What I was shitty about is I told you about Correct. this a week ago. Correct. And. Because of my lack of uh, organisation, we didn't record an episode last week. Correct. <laughs> All on you, so it's your own fault. You can only blame um, yourself. But yeah. you did say to me, uh, you've heard it here first, Nathan Freeman will be playing for Crows SNFL. And I was like, oh, whatever. Then when I saw it today, I was like, oh, <laughs> the public has absolutely dropped the ball here. Hey, hey. He hasn't brought it to him. What an idiot. Hey, um... Uh, he'd been uh, training with the Suns mm-hmm. uh, after or 
He was one of two going for their last rookie spot. To have his dreams snatched away by a McGarry medalist. Yep. Cheetahs. Cheetahs, is that how you say it? Hold on, what's his first name again? Um... Oh. Who knows? I'm going to call him Sis Sissa all year. Sismas, Snismas, but uh, no, nah, cheetahs. The little little ball of meat got a gig on the Gold Coast. So, yep. so but uh, Adelaide's now signed for him, and that's a. Do you know what? He, do you know what actually is huge for him, and I know why he would have come to SA. He's the last two years he's played in the VFL, which is. They played one year, they played about yeah. five games, and then last year they played about nine yeah. games. At least here he believes he'll have a season. He'll have a season. He yeah. probably would have had a full season in VFL this year because no one's shutting down anymore. He averaged 37.7 in the VFL yeah. last year. Unheard of. Like, and hasn't been picked up. I, I was Now, I don't know, like you said, I don't know how many games that 37.7 was was over, but... The, um, the poor fella, he's, he was a... a, a Semi high draft pick, what was 10 or yeah? Oh, was he top 10? I think so. So he's he, well, he's found his way to Adelaide, and uh, good to, to see how he goes this year. And if I can tell you right now, if he starts getting 35 40 posies and dominating the sandfall, Adelaide will have a list spot available in the mid season draft. And I will put my as you would too, put your bottom dollar on that he'd be a crow by mid season. I think if he's yeah, playing pick good 10 in 2013, 2013. Mm. That's <laughs> He's 47. <laughs> That's not yesterday. Twenty twenty six. He is. You can probably see why clubs weren't exactly thinking we're going to throw our list spot at him because he has had 5,000 reconstructed knees, shoulders, whatever. But uh, Nathan Freeman finds his way to Adelaide. And, and, uh, and Cheetah's first name is James. James. Just for future reference. So you've got, just got a lovely easy name, James, and then... Anyway, he's a, he's a lock in your dream team, surely. Cheetahs. Oh, put him on your bench. Oh, brilliant. We'll, yeah. we'll play straight away. Yeah. Um, we'll get to our predictions first because I have a segment that I'm bringing in. It's a, it's a new segment. Hang on, before we get to that new no, segment, no, 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 no. can we just say about the Crows extending two blokes that have been at the club for three and a half minutes? People start thinking this is a Crows podcast, mate. Oh. <laughs> I, said I, I said I rode to Port Adelaide last night. <laughs> All right, who did the Crows sign? Uh, Rich, Richelli, Richelli, and I can't pronounce Snugglinger. Yeah, Snuffleupagus. What is his name? Slogano so, or so, I've got no idea. Slogano. <laughs> you don't know his name. You can't pronounce it. It's just the, it's the top two picks from this year, correct? Pick six and thirty-six. Ooh, good number. Um, what six? Yeah, Modra. Uh, that's uh, so. That's two fellas stitched up, and uh, I reckon that little Rochelle will be debuting. Has a good yep. couple of off-season games. I can't see why he wouldn't be starting in a Ford pocket for the Crows this year with McAdam in the other. It might pocket, be Saligo. Okay, that's a long way off what we were saying. It's got yeah. nothing to do with the schlong. Nothing to do with Snuffleupagus or <laughs> Snuffleupagus or a schlong. Um, Jake Saligo. Jake Salido. Hope I've pronounced that correctly. Did you say Salido? Saligo. Oh, Saligo. Go, 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 go. One of our listeners out there, a few of the boys will know this story, but a mate of ours got the word Salido tattooed on his arm. Mm, cool story. Just to say it was Spanish for slut. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> 
Salido. So, yeah, there's a story behind that, but we'll say it another day. Um, I want to get to my new segment. Okay. What's and the you, segment called? You can have a segment that's starting next week, like Danny's oh. Do's, Danny's Don'ts, or... That sounds pretty rubbish. Fuck with Friday, whatever we have. But this segment is called... Did you fucking see that? You know when you say, oh, fuck me, did you see this? Did you see that? That's the new segment. Did you fucking see that? Oh. Because I... <laughs> Just like, what are you talking about? Did you think I was talking about someone walking past going, did you fucking see that? Did you fucking see that? I've got three this week. I'm going to have three every week. Okay. If we do it, if it's a regular, people are. But uh, coming in at uh, number three, Steph Curry's three-pointer from essentially the halfway line in the All-Stars game. He shot it, and in slow-mo, that actually pinged when he turned around. It had not even got halfway to the ring and he had already turned his back and walked off. And it oh, whew, straight in. And was that during game or, or warm up? During game. During game? During game. Yeah, right. Um, well, I didn't see that because I don't watch the All Star game, but. I will send you the clip. Uh, thank you. Uh, another one of. Did you fucking see that? Um, a hat trick was scored on the, a couple of days ago by young women's, New Zealand women. Women's New Zealand. The. Yeah. the uh, uh, White ferns? Football ferns or White something. ferns, they call Yep, yep. So she's... Hat-trick of own goals. Hat-trick of own goals. I would just like to say... Two within five I minutes. I did fucking see that. <laughs> oh. uh, I had you go today, love. I got a hat-trick of own goals. And yeah. uh, see the coach brought her off, not because she destroyed the scoreline for her own team, but for her own mental well-being because he thought... I hope she doesn't score four. <laughs> this poor bitch is stewing on this. I better oh. get her off. So uh, we're not going to name her because I don't know her name. But she's got three goals. Did you watch them? Two of them look sus. Uh, I'd be shocked if an Indian bookmaker didn't have a correct that score sec- back going. That second one, I was just going. She almost turned around and yeah. thumped it. And <laughs> she almost hit her own keeper in the forehead. <laughs> She's banged three into the own net, but poor girl, yeah. So that's my number two, but my number one, did you see that? Oh, hold on. Did you fucking see that? <laughs> you, know, you know when you see in the Winter Olympics that someone retired hurt because they've broken their knee or he's knocked himself out or he's blown his leg out on the slalom? <laughs> there was a guy in the cross country. You know how you do the cross country ski hey, shoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to retire hurt from a frozen cock. Pardon? A frozen penis. Yeah. I am not joking. No, well, I didn't see that. I didn't see a lot of a uh, lot of the Winter Olympics, but. And we have uh, Shiznowski here as retired. Was that hurt. actually his name? No, I've just made that up. But Shiznowski here is retired. Was he from? Hurt Where was he from? With a severely iced up knob. Um, ooh, ooh, yes, he has an absolute frozen cock. Frozen penis was the headline. Why have you not got that actual audio to play? <laughs> I don't know if there is audio of it, but I reckon mine was better, but I'll quickly see if I can read the ad- frozen penis Olympics. Hey, Nolte, can you check on my chicken? Oh, Danny's I'm, actually... I'm ready for this chilli sauce. Danny's actually saying, where's my chicken for the chilli sauce? But here we go. Skier suffers frozen penis in unbearable drama at the Winter Olympics. Whoever made that headline? 
Give him Manua's award. <laughs> the quill is coming your way. Oh, suffers frozen penis in 50 kilometre race. Is that the race that was cut short? Are you talking about, are you talking about his dick or, or the actual <laughs> race? I didn't, I didn't mean that. No, there was, there was one cross-country race. His race was cut short. Where they, where they started it. And then they're like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, nah, it's all over. And, and all the competitors are going, what do you mean? <laughs> I've, I've worked for four years this. This is a 50k race and you cut me at 20. Finnish skier Remy Limbom oh, Remy. has revealed the unbearable pain he endured at the Winter Olympics after suffering what has been reported as a frozen penis. With freezing winds making for chilling temperatures on Sunday, <laughs> his schlong peeped out the hole and got too much breeze. No, I made that bit up. <laughs> Actually, I should have known when you said schlong rather. <laughs> you imagine the Yahoo Sports reporter putting schlong in there. But, um, yeah, so that's my, that's my new segment. Did you fucking see that? Because I can tell you right now, I said that exact same thing when I heard about a guy. Retired herd, very herd indeed. I did see what, what do they call it when you're skiing through the gates? Oh, the one that got hit in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> a, a ski either side of the gate. Did you hear the sound of it? So <laughs> you think, if you've been hitting the nuts, and you think, oh, you might want well to just take it on and try and finish. He just went, nah. oh, <laughs> and rolled over <laughs> in the fetal position. <laughs> just He's just slipped. like, no, I am done. I know I've been waiting four years for this opportunity, but... Nah, I'm we, out. We did share another um, another clip on our Instagram page of a poor fella that going into the big jump, like the big air, and he's fucked it up before he's jumped. And he smashed the back of his head, knocked out, and then he slid down. Ooh, thank you, Noltai. He slid down the rest of the hill, motionless, and as he's crossed the line, <laughs> it's got that Mario finish. <laughs> so yeah, but. Uh, yeah, the Winter Olympics have been somewhat entertaining. You put a bit more in if you Holy fuck, I can... Just the smell of that's burning my throat already. I don't reckon it... Stings it. the nostril. I don't reckon it's going to be that hot. Oh, Nolte had a little... Oh. Little... Oh. Well, my, <laughs> truth. my nostrils Was I allowed to up. smell that like that? Oh. I don't know. But... Uh, Wherever this chicken is, because it's getting towards the end of the episode, and we're going to go out and stop. Well, how about we quickly talk about Clarko? Yeah, Clarko, then the predictions. And then Where we'll will Clarko be in 2023? I, I don't want to talk about it, because I feel for everyone. Every, be at Melbourne, everyone's right? reporting on it. Everyone's, everyone thinks that, that he's going to be on the Gold Coast, and that he, Stewie Jew... Stuart Duke could win a premiership here and he might be in all sorts. Oh, shit, the chicken's Thank here. Thank you. The chicken's here. We'll Cheers, get to the Laura. chicken soon. But um, Clarko, Gold Coast, is that what's happening? I don't believe so. You don't? Because Stewie Jew's one of Clarko's boys. That sort of thing, I tell you. He's, yeah. he, he's not going to um, shit on his mate. Yeah. He, he took him out of retirement, did he not? To get to, yeah, he to got come to the Hawks. Home, he rated him that high. When he single-handedly won him a premiership. What other team... Is on the cusp of their coach going. Port Adelaide. GW. Oh, yeah. See, I, I, the Ferrari. I, this gave me the shits last year when everyone was talking about Simon, but... I've got to film it. Mm. This, guy's, this guy's just keen to burn his mouth, but 
Before we do oh, let's finish off with Clarko. You think, where do you think Clarko is? You're going to be a poor. I'll tell you what, before we do this and before we do this, we'll do our predictions next week. Oh, really? We've got time. All right. And then I can actually get my predictions ready. But you can't come up with them on the spot. No, because I might change my mind. Well, we are, ladies and gentlemen, coming to the end of the show. And what I want to do this, uh, let's just give a bit of background as to why you are doing this. Oh, okay. First innings didn't go so well for the Caesars. The publicans had a little bit of a, uh, a lead. Yeah. Second innings. Smoked you, I'd say. Second innings, the, uh, the publicans just seemed to be getting these easy, cheap runs, fours. Couple of sixes, got out to a very, very big lead. Now, batting last, my boys, the Caesars. Firstly, a couple of guys went in. Don't do it yet. I'm not doing it. I'm just resting it in there, Jeez. so it can baste. Okay. Holy fuck! Well, what happened was I came in when we were two for none, and just had a spirited fight back. Spirited, hard earned eighteen runs was done. Uh, the eighteen runs were earned and. Uh, my, my co-host has just walked off while I'm trying to speak up my game. But you know what? My game was what got us over the line. Yes, Daniel Hardy scored 20. Rolfie scored 25 to get us over. But it was my hard work to stop us from losing that got this victory. And in turn, the arrogant, the cocky, the overconfident publicans lost. And the winning runs Hang were on. scored. Hang on. And now... I mouthed off before a ball was bowled. I didn't mouth off at half time. During the game, I was copying the most schlick you've ever seen. Oh, you're going to be your mouth's going to be burning, dickhead. I don't remember. Anyway, here we go. He's he's not fucking. Are we doing this? Huh? We're doing this. We're doing this. He's uh, put a bit more on there. No, no, put a bit more. Um, get stuffed. That's a lot on there. All right, go straight in. It's pretty warm. I want you to. Oh shit! I, I want you to sing a song. I want you to try and talk. Oh, it's pretty. Sh- oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's pretty warm. But I have another dip. Here we go. You gonna go again? Yeah. Why not? Oh, shit! I don't want you to have a heart attack or, or fall over. And I told go- Mum that I was doing this tonight. What'd she say? She said, "Tell Luke <laughs> that you are not doing that." I said, Robin, the problem is Luke's not going to give an absolute fuck what Robin says. Oh, fuck me. He's, he's going to... This guy's a glutton for post. This sauce can't be hot. It's pretty hot. It cannot be that hot. Nah. It's, <coughs> it's taking me breath away. <coughs> I'll go, I'm, I'm struggling to talk. Struggling. Stop dipping it. Stop dipping it. No. It, it can't be that right. No, you should. I mouthed off. I lose a bet. I did say Simple. a shot of it. Jeez, <sighs> oh. that's got legs. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we might call an end to the podcast. And Fuck this, I'll, I'm going to drink the whole bottle. I, I will keep recording. Uh, oh. Fuck that. I will keep recording and oh, uh, we will splice together a video after to see the after effects, but... Danny got a bit overconfident there. I don't think it's going to be good for him, but uh, <coughs> we will uh, we will roll out uh, with a uh, the song that um, oh what is it? Let's hot chili woman. <laughs> you right there, mate? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Oh, I'm a bit disappointed. I thought this was going to be no, the it's hottest. hot. 
How hot? It's not grand final night hot. Really? Oh. Oh, maybe it is. All right. Will you flick it to the song and I'll keep recording after. What song? The song I've just put on. Good night, everyone. Thank you. We're back. We've got plenty coming through. Enjoy it. Predictions next week. But he's back! Daddy's done! See you, folks. Oh, shit. Oh, fucking hell.